Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. congregation it's your girl Lacey mosley aka scam goddess and we're back for another installment of scam goddess no you don't have your uh <laughs> i couldn't even keep the speed up i was gonna say no you don't have your thing turned up to 1.5 i'm just talking this fast but uh yeah i don't know i have a lot of energy today we were recording a lot of these today uh and by a lot i mean two that's a lot for me uh guys this is the podcast all about fraud robberies con we love to praise those who practice it or condemn them because sometimes they're bad people I am very excited for this guest today. She herself says uh, that she scammed her way onto the podcast, which I think is a lie. Uh, she is hilarious and very entertaining on every platform that I follow her on. Uh, she's a creative director and digital strategist. And if you don't know about her, she's the genius behind the legendary Dionne Warwick social media profile and brand. Recently, Forbes published an article about her. Come on, Forbes! And currently, she's a digital marketer at Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith's company, The Westbrook Media. Congregation, please welcome Brittany Warwick to the show. Hi, Thank Brittany. Thank you. Hi. That was, like, really, really professionally done. Like... <laughs> Like no. one of those like Lunesta ads where you just like, just go straight through it. Oh no, not the Lunesta where <laughs> then I'm like, in addition to sleeping, you might drive yeah. your car, kill people, do racism <laughs> on the internet, kill yeah. yourself, a loved one. You may not be able to, walk. you know, like it's <laughs> booked, booked. I would love to get that gig. I mean, right. I saw someone on TikTok. Um, I'm always on TikTok, by the way. I don't know if you follow me on Twitter. LOL. Just kidding. You do. We follow each other. Yes. But uh, there's this girl that like actively does it and she doesn't speed her voice up. She just speaks that fast. I'm like, how on earth are you doing that? What? It's now, a is talent. she doing this professionally? Like, are the pharmacy girls calling her? Yeah, the pharmacy girls are calling her. Oh, wow. That's and the lawyer thing. girls. The lawyer girl. Now what? Now what? The lawyers call you know those Salino and Barnes. R I P. Oh. R I P. But oh yeah. yeah. And then they broke up because which one's still alive? Is it Salino or Barnes? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel bad for bringing them up because like I know. rip. They had a, yeah. It was. A, I think I talked about that because there was some tea over there about that. Uh, oh but, yeah, there was. I don't know what the tea was, but it was hot. It was some tea. Man, but I, I will say like. One of the things, this is so random, but one of the things I think about sometimes is like if I went to jail and I had to do like a first <laughs> phone call, right? And right. like I could call my mother, I know my mother's number, but she doesn't live in Los Angeles. So like that wouldn't be like a good number to call. So I'm like, right. who would I call to bail me out? And I really don't know my friend's phone numbers like that. I'm so trifling, like everything is pre-saved <laughs> in my phone. So I'm like, I think I would be in there like 100 888 They would help you though. They would probably help you. Right. I would have to call. Them and be like, hey, Selena and them. Yeah, y'all don't know me. Selena but... and them. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Y'all don't know me. Then I'm going to sound like Alicia Keys in that interlude. Like, I look different outside my work clothes. Oh my gosh. Um, Can we talk about how that whole entire song is just like so creepy? True. No shade. But like, also, like, why was he drinking hot chocolate with fish? And what was it? Something else. Yeah, what like, was his order? Because it was weird. It was like fish and like some green. I think it was greens, collard greens, fish, fried fish. Can't forget the fried. Yeah. Hot I don't chocolate think I with cream. Like, are you okay, sir? Yeah, I feel like I don't want to date you. I feel like you be farting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, why do you eat like that? What's going on? From? Like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. It does feel like... Uh, 
And every Wednesday, like, are you, you have to go to jail. Like, what are you doing? Is, are you from jail? Are you it's from the jail? It's giving serial killer. It's, it's giving, giving, it's giving murderer. penitentiary behavior for sure. I don't, I don't know. I'm yeah. Not. It's, and, I mean, listen, if you've been incarcerated and you come out, look, that is no shade. Okay. No shade. The prison is a scam. And if, if that scam got you, then, you know, hate to hear it. But we do, I do love prison TikTok where they be cooking food and stuff. And I'm like, oh wow. God, prison TikTok. They make Laffy Taffy and like all types Everything. of stuff. And I'm glad that they have TikTok. I saw some losers on there talking about, oh, how'd they get these phones? What did I'm, I'm telling, like, they're already yeah. in jail, you losers. Like, yeah. let them have some fun. They're still human beings, them do weirdos. Their, their little Addison Ray stolen dances. Like, if that's right. what they want to do. Like, the Addison that, stole from the black people. Exactly, let them do yes, those. Exactly. I have to ask Brittany before we get started. Brittany, what is your relationship to scams? Have you ever been scammed? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Like, what's your... Where you at? You know, I feel like life is a scam. Okay, yeah. This thing, and I don't know if that takes us to a, an existential crisis mode, but like um, credit scores, um, that's a scam. You know, be- Weren't racism. Weren't those like invented in like the 80s? Right. Like I have a point attached to my name. I have a social security number that we pay into, but like donde esta them funds like where's that oh, at yeah. no, um, those funds aren't coming I, that reminds me of that one tweet that i don't know who originated it because you know when a tweet goes viral everyone steals it but that right. one tweet that was like uh credit karma you're on a roll <laughs> and then experience like no the fuck you not <laughs> you know what's really funny is i have so i pay for the experian um red carpet white glove experience if you will like i Ooh, pay for the what does that entail uh, right, exactly. I, it's probably a scam now that I'm talking about it. Um, but anyway, you, you pay to get like the full features on the app, so you can like really see what's going on. Then you can pay for like to see about if you're on the dark web, which is scary. Oh, now what are these full features? So are you on the dark web? What else will mm-hmm. they tell you? Is your social security number compromised? Who's using it? Is your like which email addresses are compromised? You get all three of your scores. Um, I want to reiterate that that those scores are a scam, but you get them. Um, and you, you get to refresh them like once a month or something like that. Whereas credit karma is like, you're doing great girlfriend. Like no problem. Don't even check the app. Like you're fine. And then the Experian app is just like, no. See, I think it's a little messed up that in order to know if someone is using my social security number, I got to run experience some ducats. Like, I just Thank feel like you. that's something that is I should should be aware of. If that's a crime, right. that's a crime, I'm pretty that's sure. That's a crime. That's like yeah. if a crime happened to you and the police was like, okay, but <laughs> we know who broke into your car. We do. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, you yeah. know they defunded us. So we just. twelve ninety nine. Yeah, we're going to need twelve ninety nine, And then we will definitely tell you who robbed you, who, who broke like into taxes. your house. The IRS yes. is like, we know how much you owe and you owe it. And this is the date that we want you to pay. It. And you're like, OK, cool, cool. Like, how much is it? Guess. You got to guess it. <laughs> and if you don't guess it correctly, then we're going to send you to federal prison. And Crazy. that's just what there's no in between. Like Wesley cool. Snipes. Mm-hmm. OK, Lauren Hill. You're going to jail. But going back to the credit thing, because I think that's also interesting, is like, and I will do more research on this because I want to actually talk about this. But it's funny to me that somebody was like, yeah, we just go become the credit bureau. Because whenever we think about (laughs) like government organizations or anything, I think that they we remove the humanity from laws, from lawmakers, from the Declaration of Independence, Mm -hmm. all this bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. From the Constitution. We remove the fact that this is just a bunch of people in the room, usually all white dudes, who was like, let's make some institutions up, y'all. Like, what? For sure. You know what I mean? So For sure. can, can I add to the credit bureau? I would like to make Thank another, you. like, we got three scores. I want a fourth one that's just vibes. Like, yeah. if your vibes are bad, then you can't rent places. Then you like, can't. You know? Like, that, I, that, I can't get that then. Like, oh, you have bad vibes. I'm not going to let you rent my home. That makes sense to me. Also, like, can we get, like, some people of color in the bureau so that we'd be like, oh, right. this is, like, this black man just wants a car. Like, that's fine. Get a car. I don't know. I just feel like it's a scam. It's all a scam. I mean, it is. And it's a scam to keep people poor because, like, your interest rates are going to be much higher if you're already broke, which makes no yeah. sense. It's like, don't they not have the money? Yeah, but we have to worry about them not paying at all. And it's like, okay, girl. So, yeah. okay, you girl. know. <laughs> 
like doing that just vibes assessment. People come sit down. Oh, it only takes like five to ten seconds, and I'll be like, yeah, give them a home. Don't give yeah. them a home. <laughs> no home for them. No home for them. No home for them. <laughs> but them, this is fine. Yeah. Or no, actually, they can have vibes. a home, but not an apartment. They should not live near people. Yeah. Bad a, vibes. A, a farmhouse. Yeah. Like you could just, yeah, I feel you. We're on the same page. Right. I sign where you live. I'm like, they live in the woods. Okay. <laughs> He's like, but I work at uh, I work at Lockheed Martin. I'm like, well, you're gonna have to commute. You gotta commute. Because you, you need to work there. in the woods. In your you car in that I assessed on your vibes that you could have. You right. see? It's giving Ford F-150. That's yes. what you can have. It's giving Hyundai behavior, but you can have one and that's fine. Right. Oh, my <laughs> first car was a Hyundai. Tragic. I got that one in a wreck so fast. Oh uh, my god. Uh, <laughs> And this everyone on this podcast knows I'm a terrible driver. It's just facts. Oh yikes, man! I know it's cool though. You know, I be out here on vibes. I really let Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> like he's fully in control. <laughs> he's operating I don't the know motor if that vehicle. Cuts it for LA, like I, everyone. Well, maybe you contribute to the LA vibes of like the driving because I do. I, I oh. I'm like Jesus, take the wheel, take the brakes mm-hmm. and the gear shift. Oh and, my god! And I'm gonna just no. be in the car. You know, no. oh, you're Chill just there. It. I'm just there. I'm a body in the car. You just showed uh, up. But I will say it makes me very forgiving. Like when people do dumb shit on the road, like I do get annoyed, but I'm not going to honk at you. I'm not going to yell. Like I think that's such a waste of energy. I was going uh, to get a facial yesterday and I was using um, GPS to get where I was going. And sometimes Mm -hmm. my GPS be playing. It'd be like "Eh, 200 feet. And I'm like, how much is 200 (laughs) feet? And how much is is, is 0.3 of a mile? Because they seem to be the same. Like Mm -hmm. I'll I'll be like, oh, take a right at 0.3 of a mile. And it's like, right now, right now. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> do you use Waze or do um, I need to grow up? So I do use Waze sometimes, okay. but sometimes Waze gets a little congested because everybody's using Waze. And then next thing yeah. I know, I'm driving, you know, through uh, the same lady's backyard as everybody else. Yes. And then oh we're st- we're in traffic still because we're Can all I trying tell to... You? I had to go get, okay, so I was going on tour with my aunt Dion and had to go get like a new passport. But for some reason, I lost my social security card scam. Um, but then I had to go get another one. And so my mom, my sister and I, we like got in the car and we were going and we had ways directing us there. Why did we end up at some lady's house? Oh, was she printing out social security cards? <laughs> no, <laughs> some lady's home. And my sister was like, let's not use ways again because like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Happening? Y'all should have knocked. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, Hey, I was like, is, is this, is, am I like, are you doing your own business? Cause like, if there's a line, then maybe we could like right. figure something Waze, out. Waze said you do social security cards. <laughs> they have said this. I'm not going to tell anyone. There's right. a line here. So I'm, let me just like figure it out. Yeah. Yes. I'm still so childish. I'm pretty sure my mom has my social security card. And that's just how it's going to stay. My cause... mom should have mine. I don't. I still I don't know where it is again. I, now that I'm thinking about it, where is it? Oh, my God. No, it's, it's hard out here. But... <laughs> But guys, we're going to move into our first segment here. Wow, it's going to be a lot of tangents. Can you tell? <laughs> um, and that's fine. Uh, we're going to move to our first segment here. What's hot in fraud? As always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your back. And I'm going to preface this before we start this letter today, guys. I love y'all congregation. Love you so much. But when it comes to testimony, brevity, girls, brevity brevity because these emails are getting really really long y'all giving me your whole life story i'm trying to edit them down and i would love to share the things that you share with me but if they're too long i have to move on um also that email inbox is not a sick it's not a it's not a complaints box okay don't send me don't send me your complaints about this podcast. It is free, okay? I'm a black woman giving you free things and you got the gall, the unmitigated gall to send me emails talking about, well, you know, I'm a white woman and I'm not racist. Don't you email a single person a black person that you know with no shenanigans and tomfoolery and malarkey like that, okay? I told y'all, if y'all want to talk about race, talk about it with other white people together when we're not there. Period. That way, that way, no one's looking at us like, could you please explain racism to me? <laughs> That's not, 
And if you're not racist, it don't apply. Let it fly. Like, don't take it personally, okay? Good Lord. If um, the shoe don't fit, like, right. just move on. Then you must have quit. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to hop off with a little soapbox. But guys, yes, love the emails. Love when you share. Just, you know, make them shorter. And also, I, I, I don't... You know, once the episodes are recorded in the can, I can't really go back and edit them unless I'm editing something out. So I don't need your corrections or things that I left out. I don't care. Okay. Love you. <laughs> Period. Um, Clogging up the inbox. All right. Anyway. So I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender, Brittany. Just make up any name you see fit. Um. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um. How about Paul Revere? Paul Revere, ah, the most famous gossip. Nobody was out here spilling tea like Paul. <laughs> when Paul heard the British were coming, he said, oh, I got to let the girls know. Let the girls know. Let me get on my horse, okay? Nobody has ever spread <laughs> gossip faster than Paul Revere. He said, what? So what? The, excuse me? Uh-uh. Yo, go, go, go tell uh, <laughs> uh, Slave slave 5 to bring me my long johns. <laughs> He's like, but don't tell anyone. Okay, I won't tell anyone. Let me just get my right. horse real quick, though. Right. No, I'm just going to take a, a, you know, like a little night ride sometimes. Yeah. You know, Clear my head. Breeze. Just the breeze. And I imagine if he's on a horse, like, did he get off the horse or was he just yelling like, hey? He was just, I think he might have just been yelling, which makes it better a little bit, right? Right. I, honestly, if I had to do wars, that's the job that I would want. You know, yeah. you, you everybody keep going. Right. You get clout. Everybody knows your name, but you don't yeah. ever have to stop and actually do the battles. It's like, yeah, no, you I got a horse, like your hair's flowing, like it, right. it all works out. It's like if I was a real housewife, this would be like my charade or like, you know, the housewife Ooh. who never actually has drama. She just meets people and tells well, people Sheree what other people Well, had some said. drama. Yeah. Sheree well, had had some drama. I mean, she just didn't have no money. I feel like that was the source of ooh, her drama. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> she by Sheree. Did she ever drop it? I don't know. She's, she went from like a whole fashion line where she had a fashion show with no fashions to a, she was doing joggers, I think she said. <laughs> Yeah. And then I don't know if those ever materialized. Shout out to Sheree. An icon. Truly. An icon. Truly. So uh, Paul Revere says, I left a comment on Instagram about clients who have... Oh, okay, okay. So you left a comment on the Scam Guys Pod Instagram. Yes. And then I was like, please, email. All righty. So thank you for the context, Paul Revere. <laughs> Paul Revere says, I love my job and I have all the tea. Clients <laughs> tell hairstylists everything. I know things that would make Jesus blush. I know that's right. I do be telling my hairstylist everything. Me too. Me too. Tomorrow. It's something about when they touch your head to just yeah. let all your secrets go. That's where they're hiding in your hair. Well, she literally knows everything. I Like, I need to hear her sign an NDA now that I'm thinking about it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. No, right, you right. might have to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to get all scandal and be 613 on your hairstylist. Hell, we all need to. That's right. what should really be doing the extortion out here. Let's get a little... <laughs> Hey, Melissa, what you doing here? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not due for another, another weave for two weeks. Yeah, that's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> exactly. We need to put them under an NDA. Anyways, keep We going. do. High, high surveillance for the hairstylist. So <laughs> anyway, throughout the years, I've had several people try some slick shit to get free hair. Free hair? Okay. Ooh. I do have to give my scammer slash criminal ex-boyfriend some credit for putting me on game, which is one of the reasons none of these clients have ever been able to pull a fast one on me. Okay, so I like that your ex-boyfriend did something right. He, obviously, mm-hmm. he's gone. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's a reason for that, but that's good. Right. Yeah. So some honorable mentions. A client whose husband is definitely like a computer hacker. Like I think mm. the type that steals credit card numbers and then she would always pay in full up front for different PayPal accounts. She always would make new accounts. Yeah, I feel like you should just really have one PayPal account. Like I feel like if no, you have for sure. No, for sure. Like if you have several, then that's like if I'm like right. Jail, but yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I have to Venmo you and you're like, yeah, I got a new Venmo. How many, you shouldn't have new Venmos. No, I straight up just won't. And that's where we stand. If you just ha- keep having a new one, I really can't do it. I think any new thing when it comes to your finances, like maybe you switch banks once or twice, but like if you just got a new <laughs> bank, a new right. bank who this, like that's, 
the authorities will be called. I'm like, right. why, why are you doing this? Why are you moving around so much? It's not like shoes. You know, you shouldn't be changing your bank like you change your shoes or your PayPal, you know? Right. Um, So she's, so basically she's paying with different PayPals all the time and very sketchy. Okay. Uh, Another woman texted me for three days straight telling me how much she loved her hair after I did a huge color correction and new extensions. Then on the fourth day, it all changed. She told me she was off her meds before I did her (gasps) hair. Uh, She said it was all wrong and wanted her money back and that her uncle is a lawyer and that she that I didn't have the license to do extensions. I told her I'm a licensed cosmetologist and I will no longer be speaking to her since she threatened legal action, especially when I did nothing wrong. Long story short, she tried to dispute the charges with her credit card company when she couldn't scare me into giving her the money back. I sent the screenshots and my reply to the credit card company and got a real nasty text when she found out that they denied her claim. I hope that... Okay. Um, I'm not going to blame this on <laughs> mental illness. She says I hope she's back in her meds, but I'm not yeah. gonna. It, I, that's yeah, I don't agree with that, Paul Revere. Uh, um, outside of that, like I've never thought to try to return a hairstyle. No, I didn't think that that was a returnable item. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that that's something you and you know, like when they ask you, like, is this? I don't know. My shout out, Tarina, um, will ask me, is this what you want? Is this matching mm-hmm. what you're asking for? And I'll either say yes or no, and I feel like. At that point, like, that's, it's non-refundable, right? Yeah. I don't I just don't think, how do you get a... How do you return it's it? It's one of those things, it's like if you go to the dentist and you get a cleaning, you're like, I don't want the, give, what, like, how I don't do you, like this. Yeah. Yeah. Take I it think, back. Yeah. I guess you could be dissatisfied with your service and then perhaps ask for a discount or a refund. But even then, it's like, I, do you, do people do that? That's wild. That's crazy. I have never heard of that. I just didn't think you could do that. Now, I have returned some extensions that were not the quality that they normally are or whatever. I've definitely done that. Human once hair? Everything's in, yeah. Once something's wow. in your head, though, once it's sewn into your head and colored yeah. and stuff, I just feel like you have to go with that. You gotta, um, yeah, go with God. Because at that I, point... <laughs> very funny that she jumped to legal action immediately. She was like, my uncle's right. a lawyer and he'll sue you. Like, how much was this hair, girl? Because I feel right. like it's not giving, like, let's go to court. Like, small claims, like Judge Mathis. Like, he's not going right. to look at that. He's not looking at that. Also, like, he said off, she said that she was off of her medication, um, which I won't really touch on. Although, as a fellow mental health girl for the girlies, um, with the sads is what I like to call them, um, that's that's some information that's important, I think. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know if her mentioning that was her trying to season up her story mm. because she was the one who mentioned it to Paul Revere. So mm-hmm. it, it just seems like she's trying to give a lot of factors as to why yeah, yeah. she loved the hair. And then now she's like, no, now that I'm in my right mind again, <laughs> I, I hate the hair. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I just don't think this is giving like maybe you could go to Steve Harvey's court. He's not a real judge. He does uh, have that show. Yeah. He does. How many jobs does he have, by the way? That man has a lot of employments. I don't like, know when those W-2s come in, he's just it's just like a thick Bible of like uh, it's just a thickums. I feel like his wife sleeps starfish in the bed because he's never home. <laughs> I feel like she's just living. That's and, me being you can't see me guys, but I'm doing the starfish thing. I feel like she's just in the bed. And so. I love that for Marjorie. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think that's the best way to probably marry a, a straight man is just one who has so many jobs and then you just yeah. stay home and cash all his checks. Also, shout out to Lori Harvey. Oh yeah. That's nothing to do with anything, but, she, but we all know why. Shout out yeah. to her. And she needs to write the book. Um, she needs to write the book, have tell the us seminar. the prayer. <laughs> The prayer, I will join. If she has one of those, like, panels and it's just her, I yeah. will be coming. I will be attending. Yes. I absolutely would, like, put some money on her Patreon and she would just mm-hmm. be like, so this is yeah. how I spend my life on yachts. And I'd be like, okay, let me get my paper. Perfect. Hold on. Yeah. Let me get my pen and my paper. Uh- <laughs> if she sends out, like, a school supply list and she's like, this is what you need to attend the seminar, I'm going to go get it. I'm so, going. Right away. Where Lori, are we going? Staples, Fashion Nova. Yeah. Where, where's the school Wherever. supply list giving? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get it all. Okay. She mm-hmm. and I'm going to go in there too, even though that's not what she wearing. No. Um, <laughs> no. But if we need to get the knockoff real quick, then right. you know, whatever then, we need to we do will. to get it done. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So obviously the the woman who tried to threaten legal action did not get a refund on her hair weave. Um, But she tried, you know. (laughs) She tried. Of course, I have the IG only fan model uh, girls who get their hair paid for before they go on a trip to Dubai. But I don't consider these a scam. Get your money, girl. Yeah, I don't know why you wrote that in there. That's not a scam. That's a part of the the list of requirements. Right, 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 right. So, since I've seen my fair share of people doing something strange for a piece of change for hair extensions, okay. But this one <laughs> client from November will probably forever claim the top spot. The particular client had come to me a few times over the past year. She already had extensions from someone else and they were messed up. I fixed them a few times for her. She never wanted to pay what I charged for a full appointment with new hair install. So, a few times I would just charge her for the maintenance appointments. I eventually told her she would need to pay for new hair in an installment since I'm running a business and this is my income. She's said she could not afford it and okay i mean it just sounds like she couldn't i don't know girls some of these scams that you wrote in here aren't really sounding like scams it just sounds like people who were broke they like, can't afford it also like why are you booking a service if you can't pay for it right i i, I mean you'd be surprised people will do this um so she says this goes on for a while about six months passes and i get a frantic call from her that she absolutely has to have extensions done for the holidays and she has the Mm. money mind you i'm booked out three months ahead but there's always room for money the appointment would be between three thousand and four thousand dollars wait for what the holidays for what three to four thousand dollars for one appointment who's scamming who who's scamming are they what is it what i can't even fathom what are you doing? Are you are doing you, like hair plugs? Like, are they getting weave plugs? Like they you, golden hair plugs. Are you putting the hair extension in the scalp? I think <laughs> Paul. Is this still Paul? Yeah, this is Paul talking. Paul needs jail because that that's a, that's not. Why are you doing that? For who? Three to four thousand dollars. What are you Paul, getting done to your hair? <laughs> Paul, come on, man. <laughs> now I understand. You, Paul, you was over here calling the girlies poor, but you yeah. you charging. <laughs> this is a down like payment not, on the car. They're not poor. You're just insane. Like, what do you mean? Maybe they're, they want to pay the, the right amount. And he's like, no, no, no. That's like, I need no. $6,000. I mean, look, there are some celebrity hairstylists who will charge for like, you know, expensive highlights and stuff like that. But three to $4,000, like, no. bro, that's a down payment on a Honda Civic. Yeah. Or, that's insane. Or one hairstyle? What? What is it? Now I need to know what the style is. Does Paul elaborate on that? Yeah, so Paul, Paul, (laughs) you know, this letter, it's all over the place and it's very long. Mm -hmm. But what I'm surmising at this point is, Paul, you might be the one running game because three to four cats. You might be the problem. Hairstylist, y'all reach out to me. I've I've been getting my hairs did, you know... For a long time as an African-American woman. And, you know, Mm -hmm. my mom went to cosmetology school because for fun. Mine um, too. Is that a black mom thing? Maybe. Because when I was in Florida, my mom was like, I don't want to work. I'm going to go to cosmetology school. Okay, sis. Okay. Right. (laughs) That's not her profession at all. She just went and hasn't. had done it. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it's a black mom thing. Damn, I might need to go to cosmetology school. (laughs) Same. Like... That's so a can, rite of passage. Right. I got to make sure that the kids look good. So, <laughs> so, so I tell her the total. That's what Paul says. Um, so I tell her the total must be paid up front in cash, and she has to come in the next day for a consultation. She says, I have a credit card and a debit card. Um, <laughs> do you have money, though? <laughs> like, right. Like, the, we, I have these these items. but like, said, I got a credit card and a debit card. I'm and a PayPal sure. and a Venmo. Like, yeah. what else? I'm pretty sure that a debit card, you know, you can take that to an automatic telling machine mm-hmm, or telling mm-hmm. machine, and then they you can extract cash. You can get that card. money out. Yeah, that's how they work. And even the with a few grand, out. a fee on a credit card, you can get cash out, mm-hmm. um, which is wild. You can also do Zelle. Right, which is as good as cash. So, as good as um, cash. but she says so. Paul Revere said three to four k. I'm gonna need it upfront in cash. Bricks, run it up. And <laughs> homegirl said, I, I have a credit card and a debit card. And Paul said, No, no, no. LOL. I told her cash only. I already knew those cards were not hers. The day of the consultation. <laughs> see, Paul. Now that's how I know you are a part of this scam because you're like, look, I know that she stole them credit that, cards. Yeah. I know what that looks like. I know the vibes. Like, Not going to report Because I do it. Because I right. do it. <laughs> and so I know what it looks like. Yeah. 
Paul, I, honestly, Paul, like this, you're the, I think you're the problem here. And also like, I need to see what the hairstyles are because, um, yeah, Paul, Cal. I'm going to need you to send in some photos because three to yeah. four thousand for a hairstyle, Paul. I need to know what you're doing over there. What are you, you doing? Clearly miracles. Paul, are you a witch? So- are you a witch? <laughs> the day of the consultation, she calls me about 10 minutes before the appointment and says her grandma, who is paying for her hair, apparently cannot give her a ride because she's having back spasms. Oh, this woman no. is in her late 40s. The woman who's oh. getting her hair done. She asked me, how am I going to get there? Girl, I don't know. So I say <laughs> Uber or Lyft. She says her Uber is broken and can I send her an Uber? Now normally the second I sense any malarkey afoot I just stop responding to people. That's the advantage of owning your own business but for some reason on that day I was open to some almost free entertainment. So I sent her an Uber to get to my salon. It only cost me $20. I reiterated that she must have the full amount in cash to pay for the appointment and when she arrives for the consultation she replies I have more than you need. Okay. That sounds like a threat. Right. She <laughs> arrives to the salon clearly um high. I do the consultation, color to match her extension swatches. Um, okay. And she explains the hair and I don't need to know that. So I look at her like, okay, where's the money? Honestly, I knew she was never gonna go through with it, but I just really wanted to see what the her <laughs> audacity inspired her to attempt she asks if we can talk outside and tells me she has a gift for me at this point i think she's going to try to pay me in drugs oh no it was even worse we walk outside she pulls out a bag of jewelry from her purse she explains (gasps) that her grandma was not able to pull the money out because of back spasms so she went in her safe at her grandma's house and pulled out jewelry the client is claiming the jewelry belongs to her but just told me she took it from the safe at her grandma's house she also has some printed out forms that were supposedly proof that the jewelry is real some of the jewelry may have been real but some of it looked fake and like it was from a mall kiosk not paul now why are you inspecting the jewels because he's a thief paul is a thief it takes one to know one sir madam I tell her no. The full amount has to be paying cash. She becomes irate, asks if I can just trust her and uh, use my own money to order the hair. She'll pay when she comes back from her appointment next week. Girl, bye. I tell her <laughs> if she can come back by the end of the day, I'll keep her appointment. If not, I'll cancel it. Obviously, I don't hear from her going about my week. Da 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 da. da. Anyway, okay. Um, Lord. And then there's a text exchange. It's too long. We have to move on. But uh, Paul Revere, I think you might be a scammer. Like, yeah, I think you might. Have you been to jail? That's a question that I need to know the answer to. And also, if you, it, the company you keep, you, every, we are all mirrors, not to get philosophical, but we see ourselves in other people. So are you attracting other criminals? Because you clearly are one, is what I think. Yeah, right? it's giving criminal because it's giving criminal. Like okay. she literally just told you that she stole these jewels, and you're like, and you know they're stolen. You know that you're getting stolen credit cards. Right. You know that all this stuff is fraudulent. And you're right. like, well, as long as it can't be traced back to me. Yeah. Now, if you want this three thousand to four thousand dollar hairstyle, <laughs> it's shady. Like, you need to go pawn your granny's jewels real quick, <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> and also, like entertaining like saying you're entertaining the whole experience like you you had wanted to do a crime today and you should just say that yeah you could just say that if you wanted to do crime just say that girl i don't know if you be getting scammed paul i don't know if you get scammed i feel like you might be doing the scams and you're dealing with scammers so that's your clientele if your clientele is all criminals then you know what you get there's no honor among these and also hey coming from someone who's doing marketing market it maybe make like you know make it a a You're a criminal's hairstylist. You yeah, know what I mean? You could, you could coin it. I mean, you might yeah. go to jail easier, but... I don't know if you would. I mean, you could really sell it as, like, you 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 give the great court looks, like, come in here yeah. and get, you know, your hair... Get a silk press before yeah. your indictment. Market yeah. that. That's <laughs> yeah. some, free, some free advice, Polly. Why don't you go yeah. ahead and market that you're a criminal? Because you are. Yeah, Paul. You Paul, you scammed me out of half my damn show with yeah. that long Love ass ya. letter where Love you ya. turned out to be the scammer. Love you, right. Paul. Um, Love ya. Please keep but listening, Paul. Um, it's good I also jail, but feel like I'm afraid you. of you, Paul. So, like, right. just know these are all jokes. I love you, Paul. For legal and I reasons. Can't wait to get joke. my four thousand dollar hair <laughs> done. Okay, it's gonna Period. be everything. <laughs> it's gonna be everything. <laughs> it's it everything be. I have. <laughs> I'm on the way to pawn my grandnanny's jewels right now. Guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back. Scams! I love 
fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code goddess. 20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream. Are you kidding me? It's giving rich. Okay. Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. And we're back, and it's time for my favorite segment of the show, Historic Hoodwinks, which uh, we might have to blaze through this one today. Otherwise, this is going to be long. Good Lord, Paul. You really, you robbed me, Paul. Paul. Oh, No, it's not Paul no more. I was just addressing Paul one more time. This whole show is about Paul now. Um, (laughs) Paul (laughs) scared me out of a whole episode. The Paul episode. So, Historic Hoodwinks. So, this is where we regale... Britney with a famous con, caper, group of criminals. We don't know yet. Maybe we love them. Maybe we hate them. We'll get our opinions all throughout. Let's see what we're dealing with today. So okay. in Historic Hoodwings today, we're talking about uh, a young Scottish man. So Sir Gregor McGregor, to some, told the people of his hometown about a paradise he had found in South America. All anyone would have to do to see it was invest with him. However, little did they know, the country of Poyais didn't actually exist. Um, and I'm having a meeting immediate flashbacks because um if you listen to behind the bastards i have talked about poyes um but on that (laughs) show so here we are it's made its way over here um a little bit about gregor mcgregor gregor was born on the 24th of december 1786 to the clan mcgregor a clan notable for strong family tradition of fighting (laughs) okay sir that's what your family legacy was giving like some people like oh we bake the best bread oh we throw hands (laughs) we throw hands yeah Yeah. it was just we violent (laughs) my family does violence to people that's what we do (laughs) that's what we do (laughs) no let me know if y'all need some violence done Um, because i I know a person i know a guy yeah it's a it's the family business like everybody gets (laughs) in the family business when they grow up (laughs) you're the one kid who (laughs) wants to like make art mcgregor right it makes me think of that boxer but you're the family yeah 
Right. He throws hands. He does throw hands. He must. This must be his family, um, right. which makes sense. Keep that tradition going. I would love to mm-hmm. be like the one McGregor who like wants to make art or something. And yeah. like, now you know that's not what we do here. We're McGregors. <laughs> we make kites. Like, I want to make a kite, Dad. Get them fists up. <laughs> like, you, you're trying to paint. They're like, nah, you got to throw no. hands. We don't use you the hands to, to make art, okay? A closed fist. All right. Throwing hands and legs in this <laughs> yeah. family. <Period>. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> His father was Daniel McGregor, an East India Company sea captain, and his grandfather had served with the distinction in the Scottish Royal Army. So he served with distinction. Excuse me. Y'all know I know war stuff. Um, <laughs> so obviously the girls are like, they, they're getting, if you throw hands, what do you do? You go to the wars. Right. That's, you know. That makes you, sense. You get distinction titles and you go to wars, you know? Mm -hmm. Love that. So he was also distantly related to the infamous Scottish outlaw, Rob Roy McGregor. At the age of 16, McGregor joined the British Army just as the Napoleonic Wars were about to begin. After only a year of serving in the 57-foot regiment, McGregor was promoted to lieutenant. So he's only been working in the Army with the Army girls for a year. And they were (laughs) like, you are now Army manager. You (laughs) are Senior manager, Army you are yes. soldier of the month. <laughs> he really <laughs> rose amongst the ranks. At the age of 19, he married Maria Bowater, a well-connected wealthy woman whose father also happened to be a Royal Navy Admiral. Now, comfortably wealthy, Gregory, or Gregory, excuse me, set up a home with Maria. Maria, uh, your family's rich and my family can fight. And then they got married. <laughs> so he set up a home with Maria and subsequently rejoined his regiment at Gibraltar. Uh, Gregor used his newfound wealth to buy rank of captain. So now he done bought himself a captain rank. So he, I guess at this time, like you could get higher up in the military if you had money. Right, right. So he bought himself a captain position, which obviously, like, he hasn't been doing wars that long. But he was like, okay, well, girl, I'm ready to lead the wars. (laughs) And this is him. Oh, my gosh. He looks like, oh, the close-up makes it worse. Yeah. It's like... It's giving giving Pinocchio pre-wood and boy. It's giving... (laughs) It's giving Saw, Right? Yeah, it is kind of giving saw. His face is very soft. I'd imagine it would feel like a like I don't a like marshmallow. It. I don't like His it. face is so soft. I don't like it. And also, where's the hairline? I know that it's not about his hairline, but like, where is it? Yeah, maybe he needs to see Paul because his yeah, his hairline is. There's a lot of rough terrain. He looks like he might need like a four thousand dollar hairstyle. Like, oh, the close-up really again might. is really getting me. Oh, yeah, we got to zoom back out, y'all. This yeah. is, that's good. Oh, Sorry. thank you. Yeah. Oh, Lord. He does have the kind of face that you want to punch. So I understand now right. why the family is fighting a lot. So <laughs> Gregor <laughs> used his newfound wealth to buy the rank of captain. He, you know, he's moving up roughly. He's been around 90 pounds or nearly 110 thousand u.s dollars today instead of taking the seven years for normal promotions so he was like i want a promotion i think it's very weird that we're giving promotions in the army not based Mm -hmm. merit-based because i think that's just like one of those jobs where like i do really need you to know what you're doing like i wouldn't want a nepotistic pilot like i don't want my dad was a pilot now fasten y'all seatbelts. give it a go like let's do it no no thanks we at 35,000 feet or whatever. No, I I'm going to need so. you. To- <laughs> like, no, thank you. Right. Thanks. Like, I'm going to need you to know how to do that. I, like, war? I don't want right. to do wars with people do, who are inexperienced. If you, if you can't do a war, then don't do it. I think that yeah. should be that should be the, la- the log line, the tagline. Yeah. War. If you can't do it, don't do it. Right. I think you just need to have qualifications. Like, these are the jobs where mm-hmm. you need to have qualifications, not just vibes. So he eventually right. discharged after a disagreement with a senior officer and returned from the Army to settle in Edinburgh after a nine-year military career. So nine years? So you mm-hmm. got married to Maria. Then you left for, like, many years? <laughs> and where is he getting the blush from? I know it's not about his looks, but where is the blush coming from on his face? Because he put too much on I know it's not about that. Yeah, it's 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 Where too did much. Where from? I, I I mean I, I guess back in the day you know there's some cherries, some strawberries. I don't know. He needed some to lay a, off aggressive the, pinching the fruits. He a lot of to pinching. Lay off. 
Yeah. So when he returned, Gregor attempted to pass himself off as an important man from an important family and subsequently began calling himself Sir Gregor McGregor. He was like, how can I make this name fancier? More right. McGregors. Yeah, more of it. Just like a like half an inch more. And a sir. He, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't think any queen has ever laid her katana on your shoulders, but I guess you're <laughs> knighted, huh? You just knighted right. yourself? They'll never I guess. love that. They don't know. Who gonna check me, boo? Right. So however, his grand plans of wealth and notoriety were gone after the death of his wife shortly after his return. Left a poor widower, Gregor came up with another plan to aid his ventures. Travel to South America and become the general of a division in the army of Venezuela and New Granada at the age of just 30. Uh, Mm. So, oh, that's 30? In the 1700s, 30 is rough. Rough. Oh, we be living hard, huh? Oh. Wow. I don't, it's... Where's the blush now? Right, oh. just like a banana in the sun. That's the kind of yeah. aging we're doing. This is tragic. So in the ensuing months, he went on to marry another wealthy heiress, Donna Josefia Antonia Andrea Aristegueta Ilovera. Uh, that is the <laughs> name. Now, Gregor McGregor McGregory, I don't, I'm not even oh. mad at you for adding a McGregor. Okay, she's a baddie, though. She's cute. She was she giving. She didn't want him. No, she did not. Oh, she sweetie. Not also, like, why are you giving your wealth to this man? Danya? Also, is she 14? Yeah, you know, this. these are the bad times. I mean, <laughs> we still live in the bad times, but she don't look that old, for sure. Look at him. Danya, Danya, they did you dirty. Whoever your daddy, whoever did this, this yeah. is whack. Because you was yeah. a baddie. Like, I, I yeah. really feel so sorry for you, Danya. So he continued to distinguish himself as a talented and courageous general of wars and independence fought by Spanish colonies in Latin America. His many feats of bravery included successfully capturing a small island off the coast of Florida with only 100 men. And I feel like whenever they tell these types of stories, like the only people who were at the war were the people who were at the war. So they can mm-hmm. say whatever they want happened. Exactly. Like who exactly. gonna check them? Like no there's one. They didn't no have one. S- cell phones. Like, you know what I mean? They could say no. they did anything. No one's gonna Google it. No one's gonna say that, well, let me check it out. Nope. Right. That is what it is. That's what I realized when I used to, I'm from Texas, so we always had to uh, read the stories about the Alamo and shit. And then I remember we went to the Alamo. And Mm -hmm. it was so small. It was so underwhelming. I'm like, so y'all was in here just fighting in like a, like not even an IHOP? Like this is the size of like... (laughs) A Waffle House. Right, a Waffle House. It was giving Waffle House. It feels like this was just a Saturday night fight at the Waffle House. (laughs) And then for some reason it became this folklore where we got to remember it. Also, we lost. What are we remembering? The L? I grew up in Georgia and they talk about, you know, Stone Mountain, which is like... Civil War stuff. Oh, I get it. Because, like, what are we talking about? What are we really discussing? Y'all inflated this. Right. A lot. And so, lost. So, like... Right. Like, so hold the L. Like, I feel like that's yeah. what I remember the Alamo means. Hold the L. <laughs> I like it. That's a good That's a good tagline, too. In 1820, McGregor came across a swampy, inhospitable part of the Nicaraguan coast known as the Mosquito Coast. He convinced the leader of the indigenous people to give him the land to create a colony and thus began to build his empire. So I'm sure he thought he really outsmarted some indigenous people and was like, I got him to give me the land. And they were like, oh, you want, you mean uh, Boo Boo City? That's what we call it. Yeah, you can have that. Whatever, yeah, that's fine. That's hey, y'all, he want Boo Boo City. <laughs> he probably thought he he had got something. Right, he thought he had really colonized. <laughs> colonized something. I he can't. tried. He I keep tried. thinking about his face. I know it's not about his looks, and I keep going back to it. I just can't. Yeah, can't. he he has. It's just his face is very. It's aggressive it's, to look it, at. It hits the eye wrong. Yeah, right. Okay. Very wrong. True. Very okay. Uh, poor Danya. But at least he went yeah. to war a lot, Danya. So it's not like you had yeah. to see him a lot. He was he out was a at war the boy. wars. He was a war boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was out doing the wars. Okay. She, she could have had a side a side. Yeah, piece. I hope she found her a little neighborhood so. baddie. You know. Yeah, cause she like a roofer or somebody who someone. came. Yeah, someone to pluck her age. the grass because they didn't mm-hmm. cut the grass back then. Did they pluck it? How they how they get it short? I don't know. They rip it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you see, had somebody coming over to rip the grass and yeah. also those walls. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the beginning of Gregor's scheme. Having been gifted the land, Gregor returned home with the tale of how he was the prince of Poyez. Uh, so he's telling everybody, I'm the prince of Boo Boo City. He got this <laughs> land. He's the prince of it. Poop Palace. And he's trying to get the girls to pull up. So Poyez (laughs) was an idyllic country, a little larger than Wales, located at the Bay of Honduras. It had miraculously fertile fields, clear water, and even gold in the riverbanks. Now, this is what he's telling people. We know it's Boo Boo City. But he was like, it's huge. It's giving. It's um, it's, it's so much gold that I was like, I can't even pick it all up. I can't have Uh, all this gold. I'm just going to leave it. I left a lot of it there. And like, it was just way too much. It was crazy. The crop, the land is so fertile. Like the land was bussing. um, (laughs) Always wet. (laughs) I can't. The crops were cropping. Like I'm telling you, I got to get The crops were cropping. This man needs therapy. He truly does, but instead he has scams. And I love that for him. So he's telling them, you know, miraculous feels like you've never, ever even seen, okay? Um, (laughs) All the good people of Scotland had to do was invest a modest sum with Gregor Mm. in exchange for the promise of paradise. Gregor started publishing interviews in national newspapers and talking about the perks of investing in Boo Boo City. (laughs) 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 Boy, yes. (laughs) So for those... Who had more questions? Gregor offered a guided book on Poyez, written Ugh. by Thomas Strangeways. Now, Thomas Strangeways is actually just McGregor, but he uh, invented a pen alias uh, that sounds like a very real name, Thomas yeah. Strangeways. So we're looking at an image, and we'll post this on the Instagram, of what the city of Poyez looks like, according to McGregor. So he he got some good drawing skills. Right. And also, like, are you are you going to post his photo, period, yes, for them to see? Yes, we are. Okay. Brittany's need- very distressed by the photo. I'm going to have nightmares. What he posted in this photo, we're zooming in here, is like he says there's palm trees that are giving palm. There's even a mountain (laughs) in the back. There's several boats. There's lots of birds. You know, it looks very lush and paradise like. Mm -hmm. I think in the background, he's even erected some houses. Yeah, Uh, there's a whole suburban neighborhood going on. Yeah, like a whole city situation. So. To add further legitimacy, he even printed his own money and offered people the opportunity to exchange their British sterling into Poyez dollars. Okay, come on, the first Bitcoin. Uh, He's committed. It's a commitment. He came up with a new coin. I love Mm, it. There it is. He got NFTs. Wow. (laughs) Get involved. He is. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, even if I knew he was lying, I'd be like, sure. Right. He got money. He got money. He got photos. He got money. I mean, and you know, he's been in all the wars and he's been Mm -hmm. around the world. He's a war boy. Yeah, he's a war boy. He has his imagination. He has penmanship. I'm going to try it out. It's giving. It's giving. giving. I think I'm going to Poyez. I got God. He played off people's weariness of where they lived, their patriotism for Scotland, because Scotland had no colonies. So he's like, I'm also giving the girls a colony. Like, you know, we haven't done a lot of colonization. We've just been over here fighting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Throwing hands. We've been throwing hands and we've been throwing it back. Yeah, and and we need to get some colonization going on, okay? Yep. So he's taking advantage of that, um, and and they're they're all adventure goers. Apparently, like the, that was a big part of Scottish pride was like you know them being hardy adventure goers. Additionally, a warm, lush paradise offered a very different life than that of the gray, dreary Scotland. As a result, Gregor raised two hundred thousand pounds, which is roughly like. 270,000 USD. Um, so, you know, they're just converting um, directly to the bond market. And the value ran up to like 1.3 million pounds um, or 1.7 over his life. Uh, wow. About 3.6 billion pounds. Wow, today. So, wow. if we were to convert that in today's money, it's like he raised a decent amount of capital. People got got. But his biggest success was in convincing seven ships worth of eager settlers to make their way across the Atlantic. In September 1822 and January 1823, the first two ships, um, the Honduras Packet and the Canersley Castle, left for Poyez, carrying some 250 passengers. So he was oh, like, y'all no. get on this carnival cruise. Right. To Boo Come City. on over. To Boo <laughs> With the palm trees and the subdivision that I made. It's a gated community. Come down. Right. 
He it's over fun. here talking about this place like it's a Frank Ocean song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This man, I don't know. This is the imagination on him. Right. So only a third of the settlers survived. And they were eventually picked up by a passing ship and taken to Belize. So when the girls got there, <laughs> they were dying. I can't. He's a murderer, too? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Well, he's an accidental murderer. I mean, okay, I guess... but he had known. He did wars, so maybe he did probably do some murders, but... He did some murder. And he was like, I want to do some more. And this is the elaborate scheme to do more murders. So around 50 people returned to London in 1823 with a story for the press spelling the end of Gregor's reign as the Prince of Poyez. Gregor hastily disappeared to France, but he didn't learn his lesson, and Gregor repeated the scheme on the French. This time, he managed to raise almost 300,000 pounds and even acquired a ship. But French authorities eventually learned news of the voyage, and the plans were immediately halted. Gregor was briefly detained, tried for fraud, and impossibly... good. He was acquitted. Oh, my God. In French court in 1826. <laughs> and one of his associates was found guilty instead. So he done pinned it all on somebody else. He had somebody this to This man is a menace. To society. <laughs> truly. And in the coming decade, he carried on setting up schemes in London, although not such a grand scale. He would, until eventually in 1838, he retired to Venezuela uh, to a rapturous hero welcome. Wow. Okay, so I do remember when I did this on Behind the Bastards, and uh, Rob has, like, way more details than this. This is such a long story, actually. But this mm-hmm. man was going from city to city, getting the girl, tri- like, he was tricking the girls into all types of wars. He was marrying all the girls and using their money to go to parties and pretend that he was like a war hero oh my gosh this reminds me of the tender swindler no no um spoilers (laughs) but but please okay so gregor mcgregor passed away peacefully in caracas at 18 in 1845 not at 1845 he lived to be a thousand no time of death 1845 So he was 58 years old when he Ew. passed away, which I mean, Sorry. in the 1845 times. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you say that, Brittany? I, don't know. I love Ew. I love people in their 50s. My mom is in her 50s. I don't know why I said ew. I think it's because he did all the crimes. Yeah. He no, passed. he was a bad dude. He was yeah. a bad dude. He passed peacefully. Like for what? Yeah. No, he didn't pass unpeacefully, which would have been fun. <laughs> he died yeah. screaming. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> peacefully, which is uh, not not right. Uh, and then he was buried in mil- with military on- honors in Caracas. I do want to say, because I have a little, before we move on uh, to the end of the show, I have a little bit more information about this scam than what's here, um, because I have talked about it. Find that Behind the Bastards episode. It's really fun, and you'll get a lot of details about this guy. But uh, one thing I do want to say about Boo Boo City, a.k.a. Poyes, is, like, not only was, like, the land not fur, but like the conditions that these people were living under there like it was they there was no housing there was no structures they had to try to build their own houses they were fighting with each other for resources it was like like a horror film like stranded on an island and then a third of the people died it was really really bad people were getting sick like there was (laughs) how can you that like how can you live with yourself like what right. like what well, I guess he didn't live with himself too long much longer after that, but how I could mean he, he did he died peacefully at fifty nine. So he can <laughs> remember he did point he did Popozao, city the city of Popozao, oh, he did that oh, at stop. thirty. Popozao, oh my god. He did he was thirty. Oh, so he lived for thirty is... more years after Popozao. Oh my gosh. If hell is real, he is there. And if you don't know what Popozao is, isn't that a yeah, it please Google that it. A Kevin Federline. Kevin so? Fed K Fed, yep. First of all, why, sir? (laughs) Why? It wasn't, he was trying to make fetch happen and it didn't happen. It did not happen. It did not happen. Oh, it was terrible. I can't even believe he fixed his mouth to say that. (laughs) In his, in his Jenko jeans. Is that how you say it? The, the, um, I don't know. I don't know how to say Jenko. I feel like Jenko is right. Jenko and Nietzsche. Like, yeah, he was, he was really, a sight to behold. A whole scam. Kevin a is just whole a whole scam. walking robbery and has been since Shar yeah. Jackson when he had the baby with Shar Jackson and then left her Char. for Britney Spears. And then, yes. Yep. 
Popo Zao. Shout out to Moesha. Shout out to Shar Jackson and Popo Zao. But yeah, Popo Zao was a big scam. <laughs> and you know, I McGregor, another thing I'll say about McGregor before we move on is he knew how to dress. Like I told you, he would have on all of his medals from all the fake wars that he said that he was a general in. And he mm-hmm. would go to parties and talk cash shit and be at the mm-hmm. salon. And everybody always loved his so stories. Right. Like definitely yeah. listen to the Behind the Bastards episode on uh, him because it's a, it's a fun one. Uh, but guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements and we'll be back for the saddest part of the show. It's where I have to let Britney go. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, Comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. And we are back, and it's time for Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise, or maybe not. We'll see. Uh, This week, we're talking about one antique store that's gone viral for exposing the whole antique industry. A TikToker, Mm. of course it's TikTok. (laughs) Right. It's always TikTok. The girls on TikTok, they love violence. They're like, every day, more violence. Messy TikTok, that's where I am Uh, right now. Yes, I am I love too. I love it. Love mm-hmm. messy TikTok. Also love like rich uh, stay-at-home mom TikTok. Find Ooh, it very yeah. fascinating. Oh, and yeah. also that lady who cleans her house with all the gadgets who gives me anxiety. Love her TikTok. Yes. I thought that was like one big ad. We could talk about that, that at a later date. And I wouldn't be shocked if it wasn't. Like right. that's too much stuff to just have yeah. sitting around. Why do you have it? Also, it's not how cute much? to have a bathroom that's just fu- And how much? Yeah. And where how do you much? buy it? Yeah, and where do you get that? Because it's not a good, if it is an ad, like, it's not a good one because, like, I don't know where to purchase. Exactly. I do want to know where to purchase, but also, yeah. I would hate to go in my bathroom and then see all the cleanest supply doohickey magisms yeah. all around. It's giving like, Wally, like, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's too much. Also, every mm-hmm. time she cleans things, I get tired. So I, I watch those to go to sleep. I'm like, whoo, girl, we cleaned it. We did it, both of us. And before you go, before you go on, tarot TikTok, ultimate scam i can't with them i can't with tarot tiktok i can't they they doing like readings yeah the tarot are you not on tarot tiktok no i'm not on tarot oh my god okay yeah they they tell you that your person's coming back after they cheated on you wow okay maybe they are coming back i hope not (laughs) right like leave me alone at this point Listen, every, in life. Monogamy isn't everything to everybody. Maybe, maybe right. you. But also, uh, just like then, don't be in a relationship. That's a whole other conversation, I think. <laughs> uh. 
Truly. So a TikToker named Angel Munoz was antiquing one weekend when he found a brass swan set of three with a price tag of $220. Thinking the swans had an interesting story to garner the larger price tag, he flipped one over, but on the bottom found a Goodwill sticker still stuck stating $8.99. Wow. So they were going to charge $220 for these gold swans. Are those from Pier 1? They're, they are giving old, except for they're not. Because on the bottom, there's that line that looks like they were made in a factory. Yeah, it's giving like Pier 1 manufactured to look old. Yes. Yeah, it's giving like we rubbed some tea on this or we burnt mm-hmm. it with a lighter. <laughs> yeah. And it was originally twelve ninety nine. Right. And then, and then we put yeah. it on sale. Yeah. Yes. So the overpriced or vastly underpriced swans call into question whether the antique store made a simple mistake or took advantage of the general public often being unable to discern what's junk or a priceless heirloom. Even Goodwill is taking it to heart. Uh, wow. I mean, look, antiquing old things. Y'all know how I feel about people collecting old things from old times. Um. It, it makes me concerned. Right. I'm like, why do you want these Civil War spoons? What are you trying right. to remember? Slavery? <laughs> you want ha- are you trying to have a haunted house? Do you want to, like, I feel like everything's haunted. Like, that's, like, if you know me really well, then you'll know that I'm always saying things are haunted. So I feel like if you go to an antique place, like, you just are asking for a haunted house. See, but that would be very ghetto to me if I died and I was a ghost and then I just haunted spoons. Like, I feel oh, like that's like the worst it's station. So ghetto. Like, what it's, did I do in life? I want to haunt right. like uh, a, well, a old boat uh, museum. I don't want to haunt spoons. Right. <laughs> Every time you open your kitchen counter, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you're having a yogurt. Ooh, <laughs> like, booze. That's the worst job. <laughs> Yeah, I think that there's some, I mean, those particular swans do not look haunted. Are they swans or ducks? Uh, I think they were swans. They they don't look like they have spirits in them, but they do look like they're from Pure One or Home Goods. Yeah, it's definitely giving Home Goods. You know, um, it's it's not quite giving CB2, but it is giving no. Home Goods. Home Goods. Yes. Maybe so Urban Home. Maybe. Marshalls? Could be Marshalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Marshall's in a good in a in a good neighborhood. Yeah, in the suburbs, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but guys, I mean, when it comes to that kind of stuff, you, the value that you put on something is the value that it has. So if you want to believe mm-hmm. that these swans are worth thousands and thousands of dollars, just believe that in your heart cuz in your heart way, space, it don't matter. Yeah. I think if you think it's expensive, then that's expensive to you. And that's fine. Right. And you can lie to everybody you know. You all you gotta do is peel off that eight ninety nine sticker mm-hmm. and get to lying, girl. And mm-hmm. and tell everybody that it's <laughs> You gotta keep up the lie. Right. Tell so everybody it came from Harriet Tubman House. Mm-hmm. They won't question they won't <laughs> they Google won't it. Question. And if they do, they won't find it. Like just, Exactly. Just, they won't find yeah. it. They won't And know. if they do if they go so far as to Google it, then they can go to hell. Right? Right. Like why are they Googling that? Hater. Right, exactly. <laughs> but guys, that brings us to the end of another episode. Shout out to Paul for really derailing this one. Uh, that's oh, my fault. Come on. Uh, guys, <laughs> uh, we always ask on the show, Brittany, where would you like to be found? Oh, um, Twitter. My Twitter account. It's just my first and last name. Um, and then just buckle up, I guess. <laughs> yes, buckle up. Oh, it's a fun <laughs> ride. It's a good time over there on Britney's Twitter. Just I love lots it there. Of I, I absolutely you. love it there. Uh, as always, guys, stitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure your scams are tired because we don't want to fuck up your bag. And if you want to see the photos of this very unsavory looking man, <laughs> then scamgoddesspot on all platforms. Scamgoddesspot Instagram will have the photos up every week like we always do. And if you want to follow me and my shenanigans, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. Congregation, stay scheming. Scam goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.